Good morning. This is a special edition of KVMR Morning News Update for Wednesday, November 10th. I'm Steve Baker. Today we are airing an interview with Nevada Joint Union High School District Superintendent Brent McFadden about tonight's 6 p.m. school board meeting on the issue of critical race theory. A group called Protecting American Ideals will present their viewpoint, whose aims include ridding our schools of critical race theory. First, we'll give you a brief look at today's regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, sunny, high near 62 today, low 44 tonight, 67 and sunny tomorrow on Veterans Day. Sacramento, patchy fog before 10, then clearing and a high of 65 today, low 48 tonight. Truckee Tahoe, possible patchy freezing fog before 9 a.m., then sunny and high 53, low tonight 26. And 69 new confirmed COVID-19 cases in Nevada County yesterday. And now here's KVMR News producer Felton Pruitt's interview with the superintendent. We're talking with Brett McFadden, Nevada Joint Union High School superintendent. The district's board of trustees is going to hold a meeting, and one of the main topics there is going to be critical race theory. A group called Protecting American Ideals will be presenting their opinions. First, Brett, let's talk about critical race theory. Can you briefly explain to people what that is? Yes. There's a number of different viewpoints on what it is. It's a debate that's occurring and a discussion that's occurring nationwide in various public forums. It has garnered significant attention in the school boards forums. So school boards from Colorado all the way to Maine to Florida and now here in California are being presented with this issue of critical race theory. It was a theory that, from my understanding, that was developed several decades ago by a number of college-level, university-level academics as a mode of examining public policy as well as examining history for the possibilities of institutional racism or elements of racism that were embedded in either particular laws or practices in particular countries or localities. That's the textbook answer, but there's others, depending on you know where they may fall in terms of their philosophical beliefs, that believe actually that it goes much farther than that, that it's potentially leading to a denigration of American values and leading to socialistic or Marxist thoughts, while others on the other side of the spectrum believe that, no, it's just a mechanism to analyze policy to find out if there are elements of either implicit or explicit bias or racism embedded in a particular practice or law. So it has become a very hot button issue. And um, unfortunately, uh, in today's heated political environment, it can be difficult to have discussions, um, rational discussions about public policy in these in these times. So the meeting is at 6 o'clock, and it's at Nevada Union in the wrestling gym? Yes, we're expecting a fairly sizable crowd, and so we've secured the wrestling gym and made arrangements for folks to be able to sit in the bleachers and observe the meeting. This is out of the ordinary, Felton. We don't typically have outside groups make their own presentations to the school board. School board meetings are really set forth and designed for the school board to conduct its business and its business of governance in an open forum. So it's a public meeting of the board. Those meetings are not necessarily intended to be the public's meeting. I know that can sound crass, but 
town hall meetings or specific workshops that we have for the public or opportunities for the public to lend their viewpoint or input on things. The public does have the ability to comment on board items that are before the board on a specific agenda, but this is a bit out of the ordinary. Nevertheless, our board, the board of the trustees of the high school district felt that this group should be allowed to present its viewpoints on that and that this issue and this presentation was warranted before the school board. There is an option for people to email you comments before this by 3 p.m. How would they do that? Yes. So if they go on our website and under our board agenda, there's a specific link that they can send their written comments and they have to be received by 3 p.m. All of those comments are going to every single board member as well as the administration here. We won't read all of those comments because we're already receiving a number of comments now, so we won't have the time to do that. But we'll indicate that letters have been received depending on the side of the issue and such, and we'll indicate what letters we've received. And then we're figuring out now right now about how we'll you know, issue acknowledgement of that letter and that input. Our website is www.njuhsd.com. Anything else you want to tell us, Brett? Yeah, Felton. Individuals, if they wish to attend the meeting, they can also attend the meeting in person and they can provide their public comment in person if they wish to do so as well. We expect a large crowd. So depending on the number of individuals I want to speak, we may not be able to accommodate everyone. But if individuals would like to be there in person and observe the meeting or try to provide public comment, they're welcome to do so as well. We've been talking with Brett McFadden, the Nevada Joint Union High School Superintendent. Thank you for all the information, Brett. Happy to, Felton. Thank you. That email for public comment is board at njuhsd.com. You need to get them in by today at 3 p.m. Birthdays today include blues legend Bobby Rush, who has recently won his first and second Grammys of his career. Bobby turns, yep, 87. Now stay tuned for the fine music of the Wednesday Morning Show and your host, Lynn Heinz. <laughs>